Hello, vampire hunters, wannabe werewolves, and that creepy guy that lives down the street. Welcome back to the Double Decker Metal May Mayhem Horror Show. Um, it's nice to be back. Thank you all for waiting patiently for the arrival of the next episode. Um, just getting settled back into school and everything like that. Um, happy to be here. Um, uh, before I started the episode, I kind of wanted to address something that's been going on in the metal community recently. Um, as many of you know, if you pay attention to the news at all, it hasn't just been going around in metal circles, but just in general. Um, Marilyn Manson has been credibly accused of sexual assault, sexual harassment, and abuse. I'm not sure if it's all those things, but it's I, abuse is definitely the one that's been going around the most. Um, so I just wanted to kind of address that a little bit here. Um, uh, I support all the victims who are coming out and people who are speaking up about it. Um, not so much credit to the people in the band who are just now coming out and saying things about this because it feels like they should have been saying something about it before. But um, the people who have been keeping quiet about it because it did had affected them um, as more than coming forward now. Um, and if they're true, which it definitely seems like they are because there's a lot of people coming forward about it. Um, fuck that guy. Um, don't listen to his music anymore. Not that I really ever did, um, except for, um, Beautiful People, which apparently you are not one. I mean, I know that song's about Hollywood, but you get the point. Um, so I wanted to just kind of put that out there. Um, making sure that, um, metal is in safe place for everybody. Um, because where it should be, even if it is a very, um, violent genre, I guess, in terms of the music that we play. Um, so I just wanted to say that before we got started. Um, um, get into the episode, um, uh, today I just wanted to talk about, um, I've been listening to a lot of like some new metalcore recently and I've been really enjoying it more than I thought I would. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with listening to some new genres and people and bands that I've found. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, and then I wanted to kind of do a, you know, analysis and kind of like my review and just talk about, um, the classic thriller. Um, Oscar-winning thriller, um, Silence of the Lambs. Um, I had watched it recently. Um, I just wanted to talk about it because it's a really enjoyable movie. So without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah! And hello again. Um, you'll probably notice that I, um, if you're listening on Anchor, and or Spotify, I don't have any music in. Um, that's because um, uh, Anchor kind of changed its uh, settings where if you want to put music onto the um, the episode, it only shows up on Spotify. Um, and so that the most people can see the episodes, I'm just taking the music out for now. Um, it's, it added some stuff. I liked having it in there, but you know, it's fine. Um, what are you going to do? So I just want to make sure that uh, most people could hear it. So that's, that's how we're doing it. Um, in any case... Um, so I want to talk about some, uh, so kind of like how I'm putting it is my, my metalcore re renaissance, um, uh, as it were. Uh, I, I've really, really found that there's been a lot of really cool heavy bands that um, I wouldn't have typically uh, listened to um, when I first started listening to metal. Um, I kind of jumped straight into like a lot of the heavier stuff and I really wanted to listen to heavy stuff. Um, you know, I... I uh, and um, recently, I think there's been a lot of um, core bands that have really kind of risen to prominence. Um, I know that like they're they a lot of them have been coming out with some heavier stuff than they usually have. I know I think Bring Me the Rising came out with something, and people were saying it was like really good. 
don't listen to them that much. Um, I know Parkway Drive's last album was supposedly, supposedly really good. Um, but um, I, I've really been focusing on some of like the the, um, the ones that I consider more like the heavier ones that I've listened to. Um, I recently, um, uh, before like I get to the really heavy phase, I I, I found um, uh, I listen to a lot of Architects. Um, I really enjoy a lot of their songs. Their their new songs, um, some of them have been pretty good. Um, I really liked Animals and Black Lungs. Um, I think Black Lungs is just a really fucking heavy song. Um, and it's find it kind of hard to listen to because it's about climate change and like how we're all gonna die if we don't fix things, um, which is kind of depressing because I don't know how if we're ever gonna do that. Regardless, um, it's a really fucking heavy song. Um, uh, that's it. And uh, Animals is really good too. Um, but their other songs have been recently they're just a little, a little too clean for me. Um, recently, you know, not like don't get me wrong. Um, the vocalist is a great voice. I'm um, just for me personally this this new one hasn't given me too much to write home about besides those two songs um but i really got into their um um uh, i think the name of the album is doomsday um another song is called doomsday holy hell excuse me um i really liked that so i really like that um, i listened to a lot of the, i listened to that whole album um, i got really into um, you know, here, uh, that album, you know, Doomsday is a great song, Hereafter, um, I like Hereafter a lot, that song, um, just about, um, a death in bands and how they had to cope with that loss while making the album, I just, it really gave a lot of meaning to that song, I just, I just liked it, it was like a song about dealing with your emotions and the day-to-day of, you know, drowning and also trying to swim out it's just a really well-written song and it's also kicks major ass so i was really happy with it and so i really i really like you know i found these bands and i really discovered that this was a part of metal that i hadn't really considered as much as some others you know i've, I've listened to, you know i like heavy metal and that you, you know like judas priest and iron maiden but like and you know slipknot but kind of branching into this genre that i had kind of written off previously um i found a lot more bands that i really enjoyed and uh, a style of music that I that I enjoy, it, you know, it has the heaviness, and it also has the, the really nice vocals with, um, with the you know the the heavier the heavier vocals that I'm used to. Um, so it's been really fun to kind of experiment. I, I so I, I've really enjoyed listening to Architects, and I think they it has really great lyrics and um, vocals. Um, I really I really enjoyed listening to um, some Monument songs. Uh, I didn't listen to them as much as heavily, but I do like a lot of their songs. Um. Um, and you know, a lot. Of, so I've listened to a lot of like, so a lot of new metalcore and um, like some like pro, like progressive metalcore too. Um, I liked, and I don't know if you consider um, like a torsionist metalcore because they're a little more pro- just progressive rock into some metal elements. I like their their style is really cool. It's a lot of like weird kind of like techno um, future vibe um, with their songs and with really nice vocals, um, really nice singing. Um, it's really just beautiful songs, so I've, I've I've enjoyed listening to them. Um, yeah, so I I've listened to a lot of weird progressive music and also metalcore, like um, sick. I don't know how you pronounce it. I think it's like they they got some that that band sounds like if you're like on a bad trip, like every song sounds like a bad trip, and like, I can't speak to that because I don't never had a bad trip before. But I imagine what listening listening to that music is what a bad trip is like. It's insane. 
Um, so I recommend you check them out. Their new album, at least. Um, I gotta look the name. I think it's. I gotta check the name of that album too. Um, apologies. Uh, a future in whose eyes? Yeah, that's a really, really good. I, I some of their other songs were a little, um, not where, where I was looking for, but the, um, that album specifically was really good. Um, we super weird, super weird album. I, th- I think it was a kind of concept album because there's a lot of um, uh, spoken word, like tracks on there. Um, but I, I really liked it. Um, and um. I also, um, so that's a couple of the bands I've listened to. Um, I, I've realized that, like, metal has, as a genre, has expanded to make such, you know, bring out some such really cool bands that have really been bringing a lot to the table in terms of, you know, trying to innovate and trying to come up with new, you know, uh, lyrics and songs and, you know, rhythms for our consumption, I guess. Um, I, I think, um, uh, uh, why can't I remember? Uh, Cannibal, um, by uh, Barry Tomorrow. Barry Tomorrow is just makes fucking awesome music. Um, I love all the. It's it's just this right mix of, um, really great metal vocals and really great clean vocals. Um, that that whole that whole album is just astounding. And even there, I listen to their other stuff too. Um, Black Flame is a great song. Um, Earthbound is an awesome album. Um, you know. Uh, Last Light, great song. Um, just the title track is awesome. It's they, they they've just been making awesome songs. Um, and I highly recommend you check them out. Um, um like, uh, Choke is great. You know, it's a more heavy song. Um, and Candles is great. Impossible. That whole honestly, the whole album is really great. I really like. I've been listening to Better Below a lot. Um. Uh, just you know, a lot of songs about um, kind of. I like a lot of these songs. A lot of these bands that I've been listening to recently because they they deal a lot with like yourself and dealing with you know being like depressed or having a lot of issues that you have to work through and just trying to find the strength to go forward. Either that or dealing with you know the crippling weight of existence. I guess is, is the way I would put it. Um, the way that not just be all we love in a society about it but like the way that society functions and the things that go wrong that prevent you from moving on and trying to live a happy life um yeah i think i think that album deals a lot with that but also a lot of you know just being my ring really fucking heavy and headbanging um i've enjoyed that um that i'm so I, i think you know, Barry, Barry tomorrow definitely deserves like some like awards for like all the music they've been writing. Um, this 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 newest album is incredible. Excuse me, huh, I've been sleeping more recently, <laughs> uh, so I apologize. Um, and yeah, so I've, I've listened to them a lot. Um, I've enjoyed um, I've enjoyed listening to Era. Um, Era's pretty de- pretty decent. I'm like I like all, all the new songs have been really good. Um, Snowblinds um, is a really freaking pretty heavy song. Um, Scorpion song, Divisionary. They've all been really good. House of Glass. Um, they kind of uh, they fall into that category of um, I guess like more like progressive, like maybe like Gent. Um, I've been listening to a lot of their stuff. I've been enjoying that a lot. 
Um, I mean, not as much as some other ones. Um, like, I, I really have been getting into um, Polaris. Um, the Death of Me is just a insane album. I've, I've enjoyed that so much. I've really, really enjoyed listening to that. Um, just, oh, oh, mo- I, when it gets to, like, you know, toward the end of the album, I, I start to fall off a little bit with my enjoyment. Um, just It's a little more clean, and I think they do a good mix of clean and um, metal vocals. Um, so I think that the earlier portion of the album, for me personally, is a lot better. Um, uh, songs like, uh, you know, but but then again, like, you know, Masochist, the song is, you know, it is about... Uh, that song, I think, to me, um, just kind of touched off on a lot of ways of, you know, how I feel about myself. It, 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 when you become a person that is very... can be a bit of a sad sack a lot of the times, or a Johnny Raincloud, if you will... Um, you start to wonder whether or not that you if you you question it whether or not you enjoy being that person um, uh, and whether or not you do are trying to get better and trying to get out of that dark place um, and it's something that I've struggled with and so that song really it like kind of encapsulated that feeling of um, being kind of stuck in this spot where like whether or not you enjoy the pain or not or if you are actively trying to get better um because you are like this so often i just it just it's a really good written song maybe it doesn't have as much impact for some other people as it would on me just because it's something that i personally experienced but i really like that song and the rest of the album itself is really good too um um hypermania uh just uh, i i i am not familiar enough with um certain um, uh, neurodivergent conditions. Um, but to me, that's, so I'm take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, but to me, that's, that song just kind of like sounds like what I imagine people with like bipolar go through where you have these very present lows and these very, you know, high highs where you're, you know, doing things or like mania. Um, hence the name of the song. Um, so I think that was her. It's just a, it, it's a hell of a headbanging song. But I think even it, you know if you're not um, dealing with bipolar, that like you, you can kind of relate to the the ups and downs of everyday life and wondering if that's the, the way you're going to continue. Um, you know, one lyrics is, "Tell me, am I a man or machine? You know, are you going to, are you on this you know similar track of life, and are you going to continue to keep living that way for the rest of it?" And it's a, you know it's a good short headbanging song. Um, um, and, um, Landmine, of course, is just fucking killer. Um, I just, uh, very, very much, a, a, I wouldn't say the words protest song, but very much in that vein of just like, uh, you know, things are broken. What the fuck are we going to do to fix them? Or are we being crushed by the weight of everything? Um, you know, head like a hole and heart like a landmine, just fucking... Uh, awesome lyrics. Um, uh, no place for release for your middle class rage. It's just, it's just the song itself. It just has some great fucking lyrics, and I, I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, you know, putting up with the um, abuse that the world has to offer, and what we, you know, what are you gonna do about that? It's really great. Um, So I so I, I really enjoyed listening to them, um, and there's a lot of uh, you know. And to go back to um, 
uh, excuse me, to Barry Tomorrow. Um, a lot of their, you know, lyrics are pretty awesome, you know, uh, you know, uh, Choke is just about being, um, you know, brutally honest with someone, uh, and having that person, uh, who's really fucked with you and just, like, finally just stop taking that shit anymore. Um, uh, so I, I really like that, you know, sick of hiding the truth, fucking lying to you, um, which is pretty, you know, pretty standard, but it, it, it does, it packs a punch for me in that, you know, um, uh, you know, Better Below is something, that's a song I've really been listening to a lot, I really like the, uh, lyrics for that, um, it, that, that one is very much a, a song about, like I said before, um, dealing with emotions and dealing with the, um, uh, just, uh, you know, the, the first lyrics are, I stand here to hear battered and broken, the ground swallowed me years ago. Um, so it's, you know, whether <laughs> it's, it's literally quote, like about whether or not thinking you'd be better off dead. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, kind of covering for that, uh, those issues, you know, show the, you know, show the world, show the lie that you're really not sick. It's just, uh, it, it's just, it's another great, really great written song. I, I think a lot, one of the things I've been drawn to a lot with these metalcore bands is that I think that they do put a lot of time into the lyrics and, I, and you know, it can be very much in the vein of like, you know, the emo bands, like, you know, like, and I, I've never really listened to that, but like, you know, kind of like, you know, you know, being depressed all the time, but like I think I think there's more to it in a lot of these bands. I think there's a, a lot of cleverness with a lot of these lyrics, and it's really coming up with you know ways to communicate these ideas in more ideal ways than just you know stating the obvious. Um, so I've really enjoyed a lot of the metaphor that plays into these songs, and I've really enjoyed listening to it. And I've discovered some new bands through it. Um, I was watching. Um, I think it was like hardcore on YouTube. Is it, I think that just the name is hardcore. It might be hardcore something. I don't remember what it is, so I apologize. Um, that they, they did like a try not to headbang challenge, which oh god, it's very hard because I love headbanging to, to music, especially metal. Um, and I, I found some some new bands that I've been interested in. Um, um, Crystal Lake is really fucking cool. They're a metalcore outfit out of Japan. Um, and I've listened to a few of their songs. Um, Apollo was really super fucking good, so I, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed listening to them. Um, just yeah, I'm interested in trying to. I guess this uh, the greater um, point of this kind of conversation was just to talk about some of these new bands that I've listened to. Um, oh, that which actually reminds me, I, I listen to a lot of Spirit Box. Um, I, I wouldn't consider them metalcore necessarily. Um, they're I guess they're more in the progressive. Um, um, I I listened to uh, I, I kept hearing really good things about Constance. Um, and that song is, that's a gorgeous song. Um, man, it's, it's just, it's just a really beautiful lyrically. And, um, on the music video is just about a, a woman, I think with dementia and she, my, my, sort of my dad, my dad was like, this is like a really heavy video. You know, I'm even tearing up thinking about it. Oh my God. But you know, it's just a, a really, it's a really nice song about, you know, devotion and, and love, um, which is weird for me to talk about on a metal podcast, but, um, uh, uh, but you know, it, it, it just it shows that there's such a diversity of style in the metal genre, um, and I've, I'm enjoying that I've I've you know kind of 
owned up enough to, to take a look at these bands that I previously might not have listened to um, because of this idea of heaviness that I had before and wanted to, to kind of be in that ideal of what I listened to. So I think some of these bands might be a little more listener-friendly than some of the other bands I've recommended. Um, some of them, not all maybe not Polaris, um, but, or, or, uh, uh, Barry Tomorrow. But, so I've been enjoying listening to this stuff, and, and Spirit Box is great, you know, their, their, um, vocalist, she, she has such a beautiful voice, um, and it shows in her, I, I'm, not, I'm actually not positive whether or not she does the, like, the growling vocals, I think she does, the, the way it seems in the Holy Roller music video, seemed like she did, which is, oh my god, if you like heavy songs, that song is fucking heavy as hell, it is badass, it is incredible, so listen to Holy Roller, that's a great song, and I like that one, I like Blessed Be, you know, that has, like, a nice mix of a lot of clean vocals, and, um, heavy vocals. That's another great song. So I've, I've really been Spirit Box is really cool. I gotta listen to some more of their songs because they've been kicking some major ass. Um, and if you're like really kind of slower ballady kind of songs, Constance is the song for you. It's a really it's a really nice song. I'm just didn't remind us of some other man. I, I I'm listening to Kill Switch Engage a little bit um, over the summer, the long summer. Um, I really enjoy listening to them too. Um, and Trivium, obviously, Trivium is really cool. Um. You know, Katashiris has been great. And I, you know, I just kind of like discovered that In Waves is just a really fucking cool song. Um, it's uh, Matt Heavey, great, great vocalist, great guitar player all around. Just st- seems like a stand up guy. So I've just been enjoying I'm listening to some of their songs. I want to listen to this some more. Um, Hard from Your Hate. It's, they tend to more, they're more in the hard rock category, I guess, more than metalcore. But I guess their earlier stuff is more metalcore. Um, you know, In Waves and Shogun, their first album. Um, so I, I want to check them out more, but I recommend them. Um, and you know, Kills to Gage, I, I really liked. Um, oh, what is the name? Of it? It's the song that everyone knows about them. Uh, God, I gotta look this up because I I like this song. Um, you know, metal love songs. Oh, that's fun. Uh, which is weird. Um, let's switch. Uh, My curse. That's it. Um, yeah. Which is really, it's a really cool song. It's a, it's a pretty song, but it's also pretty fucking heavy. Um, and I know uh, Howard Jones has moved on to some other projects. I think Light of Torch is his new band. Um, I haven't listened to too much of the new Kills New Gage. I don't know if they're as good. I think they might be. I've heard good things, so I might check them out some more. Um, but and I like the Torch is okay. I, I listened to some other songs. I wasn't as huge of a fan, but um, I like this song um, a little bit. Um, I like this song, that, that Mike curse a lot, and they they do a really cool cover of Holy Diver, um, by Dio, um, so check that one out, it's actually, it's a really good cover, I really enjoy it, um, and that, the Holy Diver is a great song, so it, definitely look, look, look into listening to that, um, and I would say, um, so I guess, now to get back to my, the greater point of this segment is, um, just really to talk about, you know, being open to, to new genres and new ways of listening to music and finding new artists to listen to. Um, I think that it, it, it really does better yourself. And I think it betters just humanity as a whole to just be open to new things, to be open to change. Um, and you know, for music, it's, it's been really beneficial to me to find these songs that I connect with and to find these new artists that I connect with and try different things. Um, it's, you know, kind of made me a more well-rounded, you know, metal listener, metal connoisseur, if you will. Um, I think that the, the genre has really expanded and has been really been showing me some cool things. Um, I know that um, 
you know, I, so I've been trying to listen to Min's Ghost Inside. I checked out a little bit. They're pretty cool too. Um, I know they've had some controversy recently, so I don't know. I have to double check on that. Um, I think they got rid of the person that was causing the problem, so I think it might not be an issue anymore. I, I, I think it had to do with something with sexual assault, so caveat on that. I think they, it's a problem that's been handled, but I don't know the answer to that. So there's a caveat, but I guess. But the larger point remains that I'm, I've been trying to find new bands to listen to and really try to expand my horizons and try new things from different regions, from different places, from different, you know, in different genres. Um, I know there's a lot of weird experimental shit out there right now that I'll probably take a look at. I know Imperial Triumphant is fucking weird as hell. Um, it's super weird. Um, uh, Igor, um, or I don't know if it's Igor or Igor, you know, bands like that that I want to check out. Um, but... So just, this has kind of been my, my journey through metalcore and what I'm looking for so far. Um, kind of I've enjoyed a lot of the different styles of it and the the the, um, uh, the break listening to new finding new breakdowns to listen to find you know listening to new voices that have really improved over the years. So I've been you know it's been an enjoyable time to listen to. I've been having a lot of fun with it. And I um, hope that if you are open to it, which is kind of the point of this, that you look into it um, and maybe you try something new. I know some some of you, if not all of you who listen to this, may not like metal. Like you may not enjoy it, and and that's okay. You know, and it's not for everybody. But I do implore you to try to expand your musical horizons and you know listen to new genres that you might previously have not. It really does improve you know your outlook on things, and it, you know. It, you, Music is for enjoyment, you know, and you should listen to music you enjoy, but maybe you'll enjoy something new. Um, I've enjoyed that immensely, and it's, it's, I think it's a really good thing. Um, so that's where I'm going to end this segment. Um, when I come back, I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about Silence of the Lambs and, uh, what a fucking great movie it is. And, um, yeah, so I will see you in a few. Welcome back to the episode. So, um, The Silence of the Lambs is an amazing film. Um, it has quickly become one of my favorites over the years. Um, not over the years, over the, like, past year, because I only ever watched it this year, the full thing. Um, uh, from start to end, and... Uh, needless to say, as I do with all my episodes where I talk about movies, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, the reason this movie is so good, at least to me, and why it was nominated for so many awards, um, is that it has all the elements of a good horror movie. Um, and what's interesting about it, um, and it's very similar to a lot of, um, say, kind of Stephen King, some, some Stephen King stories and stuff like that, you know, like Mr. Mercedes recently, um, as where they, where you know who the bad guy is the whole time. You, you know what's happening. Um, it, it's, um, I know, I never, I've never seen it, but I know The Lovely Bones is kind of like a take on this premise too, where you, where you know it's, you're waiting for them to figure it out, which is interesting. It's, it's not something I usually enjoy because I like the mystery of figuring out what's going on. Um, 
But the way that they, that they do it, this movie, actually, who directed I don't know anyone who directed this movie. What did I know? Jonathan Demme. Oh. Yeah. But, um, you know, because I, I think it, it, the reason why I, I didn't know this is because it's the, the performances that really stand out in this movie. Um, with, with this movie, it, it does a good job of kind of drawing you in and, like, to the mystique of um, of Buffalo Bill himself, uh, played by Ted Levine, very well done by Ted Levine um, in this movie, and also the you know the mystique of Hannibal Lecter, played exceptionally by Han- Anthony Hopkins, um, I, who is by far, in my opinion, the star of this movie. And also, and Jodie Foster, of course, is excellent um, as Clarice. Um, she does a great job of you know being this like you know kind of rookie fbi agent who's training and you know kind of dissecting this you know kind of insanely intelligent man who is also a murderous maniac um and trying to figure out you know what's happening to these women that are being they're being killed and skinned by this psychopath um and it's just interesting to watch, like, you know, the, you know, the science of it, you know, getting into the criminal minds, you know, the psychology behind it, and what that person does and what they need to do in order to be, you know, a serial killer. Um, and it's, I'm not a criminologist, so I don't know all of it, but I, I don't know how accurate it is, but it is, it's fascinating to watch. Um, it's, um, and it still holds up to this day as being both a scary movie and a thrilling movie. Um, you know, it's, it's it's a different kind of scary than the movies I'm used to talking to on this on this podcast. You know, a lot of jump scares, a lot of spooky stuff. But this is very much a edge of your seat thriller. You know, you know, is she gonna find him? And are they in the right place? You realize when you know at the end of the movie when the FBI you know they raid the wrong house because um, Lecter gives him a false tip. Um, because they fuck with him. Just why you don't fuck with the cannibal doctor. Don't do that. Just send my advice to you, dear listener. Don't fuck with cannibal doctors. Don't do that. If if you're dealing with someone who is dangerous, you, you don't don't mess with them. You gotta you gotta play it straight. Which is kind of what Clarice does in the movie. She figures it out, you know. Um, just the. And so, uh, what, what makes this movie great was, was what I said before. You know, is, is, is that it, it draws you into this story, um, and, and kind of the will she won't she figure the things out, but also you know, wondering some of the, her background and wondering what the deal with with Lecter is, what the deal with Buffalo Bill is. Um, really hoping they'll get out. And the and I think the 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 acting performances really make the movie. I know I think you know. You know, Anthony Hopkins, the way that he plays his character, and I've heard I heard stories that like I don't know if it was his fiance or his girlfriend at the time, like could not like look at him for like a week after seeing him in that movie <laughs> because of how freaking terrifying he is in that movie. Like just the you know the 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 first meeting with him where you know he says hi and he just goes closer closer and you're like and you know after being told you know the build-up for the first like you know like the two minutes before that that um this person you know like if you get close to this class this this glasses person will like dissect you like limb for limb 
you know? Um, and the irony is later when the doctor, in his moment of triumph, leaves the pen that eventually allows Electra to escape. Um, um, just the way that he, you know, he, you're, you, you almost, you're, it's weird, like, you're almost rooting for him in some ways, because he's just such an interesting character, you know, even though he's, like, a cannibal, <laughs> um, he's a very, he, he murders people, so it's, it's, it's weird, um, it, it's a weird place to be, but it, it's, it's because of Anthony Hopkins is it so well, um, uh, you know, and I think that the movie does a, a pretty good job of exploring, you know, the themes of, of, you know, of gender, and um you know being kind of a, a woman up there in the, in the in the boys club that is the fbi or the with the police um and, and you know navigating that and you know having to deal constantly you know everybody almost every single person she runs into it, it makes some kind of pass at her or a comment um and it's it's interesting to see both how she deals with that and kind of you know being the the strong person that, you know, kind of sticks to her guns and does what she has to do to, you know, solve the case, or even if that goes beyond procedure. Um, and also, you know, not even putting up with shit from her boss, you know? Um, and I think it's a really, it's a really cool, um, kind of, uh, I'm losing my train of thought, what words I'm looking for. It's, it's a really, it, it, they do a good job. I'll, I'll leave it at that because I can't, the words right now for some reason, which is wonder, which is wonderful because I'm recording a podcast. Episode. Um, yeah, and so, um, and, and I think that you know it, it's a really interesting look into the mind of, or you just uh, Buffalo Bill is just a fucking insane character when you really look at it. <laughs> In general, um, the whole. Um, it looks, you know, it looks at a different ways of, like, humanizing people, and, like, you know, that even if you, like, you look deep into her, that, you know, he doesn't refer to, um, the character's name, um, Catherine Martin, um, the, in the, the girl who's, who's kidnapped is the one who's the main, um, hostage. Well, I guess not really hostage, because he's gonna kill her. But, um, in the movie, in the movie, um, now he refers to her as an it, you know, the dehumanization, so that if he sees her as an object, that it's easier to, you know, kill her and do what he wishes with, you know, her skin and stuff like that, which is fucked up. Um, all kinds of fucked up. But it also kind of plays into the larger theme of, um, I guess, femininity and, you know, being dehumanized in a more, I guess, the quote-unquote man's world, um, you know, the patriarchy. Um, so it, that, and that's all part of the, you know, the larger theme, I guess, part of it. Um, but the, it's interesting, you can even dissect that so much, you know, what makes it, it puts the lotion in the basket, you know, um, you know, it does so when it's told and all that, you know, it's, and, and it's interesting that, you know, that, even that changes when, you know, she takes the dog, she takes the, the dog crutches, which is the, you know, the, you know, he says, you know, you, you give me, but don't you hurt my dog, you know, he says you, and so it's interesting that, and that transition from, you know, the power dynamic where now she has some of the power where she's going to fucking murder this dog if he doesn't, like, let her out. And, of course, it doesn't happen because he has to go answer the door and some Clarice is there. Um, and, yeah, and just the, the you know... You know um, so, so there's that whole aspect. And, um, you know, there's the, you know, thinking you've solved the case when you haven't solved the case. And the... 
the brilliance of the murderous psychopath that is Hannibal Lecter. Um, his, you know, phrases and his dissecting of Clarice. It's just interesting to think about, um, you know, why is he so, and maybe it's more answered more in the book, but why is he so interested in Clarice? Why, why does he want to know all this information about her? And what, what makes it, you know, I guess, um, you know, what makes him so interested in her life and why she does what she does and you know you know at the end he asks her you know are the lambs still screaming Clarice you know because of her time on the farm and hearing them them being slaughtered by the farmers um and I I guess and I I don't really have an answer for that I I don't know the reasons um I think it's maybe just because maybe that inner psychologist because he was a psychiatrist before he um well, well, during when his, you know, killing spree. So maybe there is that still that desire to, to figure out people and understand their traumas and, you know, maybe he maybe he did think that he could help her. Maybe he didn't. Um, maybe he was just using that to manipulate her. It's very possible. I mean, he ended up escaping. But did he do that because of her or did he do that because um, it, the opportunities presented itself? I mean, none of that really had to do with her. He just, she just happened to be the one that was there. Um, and I guess maybe it's, there's, there's the fact that, um, she treated, I think, um, everyone, I think in the, in the, in the movie that she really treats him as a person, um, which is interesting because, you know, and everyone else kind of just trying to have, using him for their own, you know, devices, but she really is trying to figure out and kind of sort of connect with him in this, you know, this deal level of this kind of power struggle between the two through their conversations and it's it's absolutely fascinating to watch it's it, it's it's really gripping you know that that dynamic that this it's you know he has the information but she has the information but like it, it's it, it, you're never really sure which side of the power dynamic each of them is on and it's it's so fascinating in the context of all the you know the talk about gender and you know what it means to be a person and what you do to become another person that you think you are if you're not comfortable in your own skin it's you know it's 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 incredible it's it's just absolutely fascinating to watch um you know and you know the the fact that people constantly underestimate his you know his his intelligence um and 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 people underestimate clarice's intelligence and so i think that there is some sort of kinship there between the two of them you know, he's being underestimated because he's locked up and the key has been thrown away and, you know, people can constantly, you know, they take away his stuff when he, you know, when he murders the guy who, um, I don't remember the guy character's name, but he, uh, does some pretty nasty stuff to Clarice and he gets fucking butchered, um, by, um, gets his tongue bitten up by Lecter and whether or not that was directed at Clarice or whether or not he just did it because he was bored um it's 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 interesting to see how the two of them navigate the different power structures that they find themselves involved in um and and as they navigate the you know that relationship it's it's funny because you know hopkins doesn't spend that much time on screen um but he makes such an impact in the movie um so it's it's just this, it's just really cool to, to, to look at the, you know these characters and um, 
I think that you know you can kind of interrogate uh, a lot about you know what you know what motivates certain people. You know, the doctor, Doctor Chilton. You know, he is motivated by his des- desire to be this famous person and you know to, to solve the case. And he you know pretty much has made it his personal mission to make Lecter's life a living hell. You know, it, it doesn't really paint a great uh, picture of our mental health facilities and, you know, how we do it. And, and it does show that, you know, kind of that it's not really doing a great job of reforming him. You know, he wants this view. He wants to be able to see. Um, and, you know, they you know they take his drawings and they lie to him about the deals and stuff like that. It's pretty fucking crazy. Um, um, but, you know, you, you see the motivators of other people, you know. Uh, Lecter is trying to get out. He's trying to escape. He's also trying to learn more about people. And Clarice's, you know, whether or not you, you follow Lecter's interpretation of what her concern for these women that are being killed, um, whether or not that is to make the lamb stop screaming, you know, if she has, you know, if she saves one more person, they'll, the screaming will stop. Um, which is this, it, it's a whole other rabbit hole of conversation you can go, you can go on. Um, and I guess that begs the question, is that the reason she went into the FBI is because her father died? Is it because she wanted to pay tribute to her father? Maybe that's part of it. Um, maybe it is to stop the lambs from screaming. Maybe it is to, you know, if you can say a person, you can relieve yourself of the guilt. Maybe the guilt that she feels was partially responsible for her father's death. Maybe it's because she feels responsible for, you know, not saving the, the lambs from the slaughter. And, you know, and of course that... The sounds of the lambs. Oh, it's the the women and also the lambs that Clarice talks about, or in her um, conversations with Lecter. And it, there's just so many themes that play off each other that are just so enjoyable to 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 look at and to talk about. Um, and just just to, to watch these actors work at their craft to really you know bring you into the story and you really you really you're rooting for everybody for for Clarice and you're rooting for sort of rooting for Lecter it's it's a weird thing to say because he's fucking crazy but you know it's just this this brilliant terrifying individual that's just it's so intriguing and I think that that's part of it is that you know everybody is so drawn into his you know his his mystique and his facade um just the, the man himself and trying to figure him out and it, whether or not he's a man that you can truly figure out and I, you know, I think that um, Anthony Hopkins, in the way that he plays the, you know, the, the very measured response, he doesn't yell a lot. He mostly just very he raises his voice slightly. Um, and you know the you know the at the end when she first leaves, you know the blah, 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 blah. the the you know the whispers and the. You know the creepy statements. It's it's fucking incredible acting. Um, and, and Jodie Foster, how she how she plays every scene. You know, going from measured to extremely concerned to you know thinking about the past. It's just it's just the acting range from these from everyone in this film. You know, I've, I've, I haven't mentioned everybody, but everybody does just an excellent job, and it's it's such a, just a wonder to watch. And that's why I enjoy why I enjoy watching it so much, and why I've come to enjoy watching it like a lot of thrillers that I've seen. And um, 
it's just it's just a really great movie and i'm glad that it's something i've experienced tonight and i recommend if you haven't seen it that you do check it out um and it, it's i don't know it's maybe like two hours it's not a terribly long movie i don't think um it's a little graphic in some portions so just be aware um like a lot of the movies i talk about in here um so yeah um check it out uh, silence of the lambs it's you know if you like mysteries if you like crazy cannibals that live in mental institutions um and you know their insights onto life um definitely check it out um i i have enjoyed it a lot um so i'm gonna run out of steam here um but i hope you've enjoyed this episode i've enjoyed talking to you all you're listening to my crazy rants about things and also my insights my well i think they're insights but they might not be they just might be ramblings of a college student um i hope you enjoyed um uh and i hope you guys are doing well staying safe staying healthy um stay metal and i will see you in the next episode have a good one everyone